Welcome back to the Real Quick with Mike Swick podcast. Today we have Marlon Chito Vera on the show. We talked to him a while back, but now he's got a huge fight booked against Jose Aldo, December 19th. Um, he's got to be excited about that. Jose is ranked number seventh, I think, in the UFC. It's a big jump. This is going to put Marlon in the top rankings if he wins this fight. I think he's going to be motivated. You know, he seems like the kind of guy that trains hard, focuses hard, uh, and puts his work in. He seems like uh, he's going to be ready, and I'm excited to find out. So let's talk to Marlon. All right, Marlon Chito Vera, welcome back to the show, buddy. How are you, brother? Good, good. How are you right now? Um, good. Um, weight is good. Um, good shape. I'm healthy. Just getting back from practice and you know, chilling in between with the kids between this practice and the next one. Well, happy belated birthday. It was December 2nd, right? Yeah. Thank you, man. The big 28, right? 28. So young, man. <laughs> so young. Yeah. Feeling good, though. Feeling good. Uh, everything was good in this camp, you know. And, you know, can't wait to get in there and, and pull this guy out. How exciting is it to be fighting someone like, like Aldo, being ranked number seven and being uh, obviously a legend that he is? Um, the thing that excites me the most is just being part of the last car of the year. So that gave that gave me some some time to rebuild right after this fight, learn more stuff, and get ready for the next season. But I'm always excited about being fighting. I don't I don't make people bigger than they are. You know, right? They can call him a legend. He's a former champion. But at the end of the day, you know, two arms, two legs. We're humans. Yeah. And I'm planning on put the guy out. You know, I'm not. I'm not biting none of that uh, pass he have. We're fighting the 19, and I'm looking forward in that day and damage him and put him out. Yeah, it sounds like you're you're excited about it, and it's not a big pressure thing for you, like fighting him like that because he's he's high ranked and stuff. I mean, it's a big jump, but it seems like that's mo motivating jump. you, you know, to like beat him and and get to where you be you feel like you belong, maybe. Yeah, well, that, that that that's the whole purpose and plan behind. Is like I'm not. Uh, I'm not overlooking him. I know he's tough. I know he's good. Uh, there's a reason he hold the belt for so long, but it's about it's about timing, and it's my time now. And I'm coming. I'm coming in hot. I'm coming in strong, and you know, I just gotta fight and beat him. You know, yeah, I can talk all the one. We all can talk, but at the end of the day, you gotta fight. You gotta you gotta win yeah. to make all that um, um, make sense. But you know, I talk when when I feel I want to talk. The only thing I have to say is like. I'm gonna put this guy out. Yeah, guarantee. Yeah, you sound very, very confident. What, what, what would be your exact prediction of the fight? I'm, I'm expecting him to be strong at the beginning, uh, and I'm definitely expecting him not to keep it up with me. You know, uh, I train too hard. Yeah. I work my ass off the whole year, so there's no way he can he can keep it up with me. You know, you don't get any younger in this sport. Every time I hear a guy. Say like I'm 38, I'm 33, and I feel like I'm 28. That's number one bullshit. Like Habib says, <laughs> nobody yeah. gets younger. Yeah, no. Time passes, and you can never go backwards. You can only go forward. And it's my time. I'm feeling good. I feel great. I've been training my ass off. I've been, I haven't slack at all. I haven't, you know, think I'm too cool for training hard. I'm, 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 I'm keeping the same work ethic and always trying to learn new stuff and get better. 
obviously you're training really, really hard for this. Do you study your opponents a lot? Like I've talked to fighters that don't even look at tape and don't study their opponents hardly at all. And then I talk to fighters that like extensively study and, and look at tape and, and do everything they can to try to dissect their opponents down. Obviously Aldo's got a ton of tape and a ton of experience you can look at and obviously see how he's uh, changed over time. Do you do that? Do you do you study your opponents and, 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 and the things that don't change, the variables? I do watch a lot. I do watch a lot, but I do watch a lot overall. Like, for example, like I watch at least two hours a day of fights, fight pass. Uh, I go to YouTube just because I like to watch. I like to keep my mind fresh because once, like guys that never watch tape on fighting is like, it, it don't make sense to me. Like I yeah. watch to learn. I watch, I watch my older fights, like just to like kind of like see if I'm improving, if I'm not, if I'm the same. And I like to see habits. I would like to start it myself as my opponent. I'm like, oh, look, I put my hands down there. Oh, I flinched there. So like when I go spar, I, I think about those things. That's about myself. But overall, I watch fights every day. And I've been watching Aldo, you know, for a long time. Not just him, but everybody. And now that I'm fighting him, I watch like the last five fights uh, detail. And then I went and see some really, really old school him. But, you know, that's not him yeah. anymore. So right. you cannot right. expect him to be that, you know. So I but I do watch a lot of clips. I watch a lot of clips just to, like, keep myself honest and see, like, oh, look, I can do that. Oh, I cannot do that. I see guys that even don't have my style used to, like, pick uh, their minds and kind of, like, make it up. Yeah, I think that's very, very smart. You know, be, I can't I can't remember a time when I didn't watch my opponent's tapes that I didn't learn something that was useful during the fight. Like there's always something that you see when you watch their fights that like the, I always call it the variables that don't change. Like there's a lot of things that change between fights, but there's a lot of habits that fighters keep and, and you see them over and over and over. So I'll go back like maybe three fights, four fights max because they change so often. And I'll just kind of see which variables change or which variables stay the same. And that's what I'll look for. And then another interesting thing is I'll, I'll also, watch a lot of my fight tapes. Like I, I'll look at my last three fight tapes and I'll look at how to beat myself as if my opponent's watching those exact same tapes and seeing my weaknesses as well. Do you, do you ever do that? Yeah, I do watch my old fights, my recent fights, and I see if I carry uh, bad habits or good habits. And I, I, when I watch those things, I make sure when I go spar, I don't, I don't do those things again. So I'm like, right. okay, look, I did it right now. So at least, you know, you know you're doing something so you can um, adjust in the fight and it's a this is a game that you gotta you gotta study the whole time you gotta like you gotta you gotta you gotta watch you gotta read you gotta ask questions and I'm always on it I'm always since I'm a pro fighter I'm always full time in I'm not like part time I'm full time and that means you gotta learn you gotta study you gotta read you gotta make questions and you gotta be on, on top of your game you gotta be like just like ah, i think i'm fine that, yeah. that don't, <laughs> nobody that becomes a world champion says that no. of course you want to overdo it too you want to you want to make sure you have your your time off your days off you you take your mind away from it but you gotta always keep it real yeah is there something that you're looking to prove during this fight um aside from just winning obviously is, is there some Something that you would like to, the the fans and and the, and the 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 followers of yourself to to kind of realize or see when this fight is over. Like, do you have some kind of special goal in mind? Well, this fight's pretty big, so you know, I go in there, I beat this guy, and I just let everybody know that I'm knocking the door for a tarot shot at some point. So, yeah. 
So that, that, that's my thing, you know. I, I get to sport for one reason, and that reason is be the best. And only the one that holds the bill is the best, you know. Number one. What do you think about those guys at the top, Peter Jan and uh, Sterling and them? Like, where, how far do you think, if you were to beat someone like uh, Aldo and do a ha- you know have a great performance, how far do you think you are away from those guys? I, I'm I'm right there. You know, you you beat number seven, you be, you become part of the mix, and then. Yep. You're one fight, two fights away to fight for the title. If he's not immediately, somebody get caught, somebody get hurt, you know, other guys are booked, you know. It, it can happen. Things can switch like that, you yeah. know. Um, so you got to be always sharp and thinking like tomorrow is the day you have to fight. And if they call you with opportunity, you better be prepared because if you're not, what's the point to, to do it? So that's why I'm training all year around. I'm always looking. If I'm healthy, if I'm not any major injuries, I'm always working and, and, and staying in shape and doing my thing. But I think I'm right there. Those guys are tough, but I'm tough too. Yeah, of course. And I know you say you train year-round. What is it like for your for your normal fight week? Like, I'm sorry, your normal fight camp. Like like when you're you're getting ready for, say, Aldo and you have an opponent and you got your maybe two months or however long you train for fight camp. What is your, your day like or your days like during the week? I, I train twice a day, sometimes three times when I add either condition or some technical work. And... The only thing that really changes is like it's focused on 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 the opponent I'm fighting. We drill and uh, and we try to prepare for what uh, we think is coming and what we want to do. And the rest is just you gotta adjust in the fly because you can have the perfect game plan and then you get elbow in the forehead and you have a huge cut. Yeah. You gotta you gotta you gotta adjust in in the fly. So, um. That's one of the things I feel is one of my best things. I don't, I don't get in love with any game plan because things can go sideways, and you can, you gotta adjust. You gotta, then you gotta dig deep and fight. And that, that, that's my thing. I think I'm a, I'm, I'm a real fighter. I'm somebody that I'm not doing this for being popular. If I wanna be popular, I will post naked pictures. I guess you know these days, <laughs> people do so many bullshit that get them there. I'm a, I'm a fighter for two reasons. I like to fight and I like to make money. So. I can do both uh, in one thing, so that's what I do it. Yeah, and then when you get into fight week, like your fight week, what does that look like as far as how, how do things change for you? Everyone's different. So some people still train hard up until Wednesday. Some people cut it back a lot and then just cut weight. What, what, what is your fight week like? I'm done. I'm chilling, uh, losing the last couple of pounds. I train once a day if I want it, if yeah. I'm feeling I need to sweat. It's more just for the workout, like, if if we wouldn't do workouts, like just meet at the weight you walk around, on five week I would probably maybe run and just sleep the whole time. Yeah. You know, like if you really if you really prepare, that last week is just mental. It's just like, it's just for you. I w- I would do yoga. I don't know. I would just chill. But there's n- you won't get any better in seven days. Yeah. In seven days you should be ready. You you can fight. They can be like, hey, dude. Uh, Fight change to Tuesday. No way could you show up. I'm like, that's fine. I'm good. I, I work so hard in the in my in my in my fight camp that fight week for me is just is just mental. It's just having fun, doing my media, doing my obligations and besides that I'm just trying to laugh and have fun with my with the people around me. That's about it. Yeah, just get your mind off everything. I agree with you completely. Like, I, I don't train a lot during fight week as well. And, like, I think that uh, a lot of fighters' guilt comes into play during fight week, and they feel like they have to keep training so hard, and they don't realize that you're not going to lose anything 
in one week. You know what I mean? You, you, and like you said, I don't think you're going to gain anything either, but I don't also think you're going to lose anything. And I think what you can do is you can lose your, your rest and your recovery for sure. If you overtrain, yeah. but as far as like, you're not going to lose cardio in just, you know, one week and stuff. So I a hundred percent agree with you on that. There's, there's no push for me in five weeks. I'm, even when I'm hitting mitts, I, I hit until I feel it. I'm like, I don't ask my coaches how many rounds you want me to go. I just need to like blow my lungs a little bit. Yeah. You know, and I know I can fight 10 rounds, you know, if I don't get hurt before that. So like when I see people training, running in the morning, hitting me to grappling, I'm like, that's, I feel it's really dumb. Like five weeks is like, it's more for me having fun, having the right people around me and, you know, cup of coffee in the morning, yeah. talk shit to me and my friends <laughs> and just have fun and, and just, just make it through. And that's about it. Having my manager, my couple of my best friends are my teammates, my, my three coaches, and that's about it. Any traditions that you have during fight week with your friends to kind of get your mind off? Do you all watch movies, play games, do anything like that? Or is it just whatever whatever comes around? Just whatever comes around. Like, I try to, like, watch cool movies, but it's not like I have to. I was, it's just, it's just another week, you know. It's another week, another fight, and you better be prepared. That's why when I'm getting my hands wrapped and I look back, I'm always smiling in the locker room because I know there's nothing I could do more. And if I know I could do more, that's on me. That's my fault. But I always make sure I'm checking on, me, checking on myself weekly. So by the time I'm in the locker room, I don't have to worry about anything. Yeah. And my whole career is being like that. I look back and I'm happy. I'm, I push myself. I ask many questions. I try to figure it out, the mistakes. And I'm always bringing in people that is way better than myself just to have that extra push. Because if you get comfy with guys you know you can get around, during the run sport, you're going to get beat pretty bad. Hope you guys are enjoying the podcast, but support for the Real Quick with Mike Swick podcast is brought to you by our sponsors, our first being Manscaped, the official trimmer of the UFC, and now the official trimmer of the Real Quick with Mike Swick podcast and yours truly. Precision engineered tools for your family jewels. The best below the waist grooming products on the market by far. And you can get yours today at 20% discount. A great stocking stuffer for Christmas at manscaped.com. M-A-N-S-C-A-P-E-D.com. Enter code QUICK, Q-U-I-C-K, at checkout. And you get 20% off and free shipping directly to your door. Again, great stocking stuffer for Christmas for your... Well, get it for yourself if you want and also get it for your friends, your family members, whoever. I guarantee you they're going to like the product. I use it myself. It's the best on the market. There's nothing that compares. Uh, there's no doubt about that. So again, manscaped.com, M-A-N-S-C-A-P-E-D.com. Enter code QUICK, free shipping, and 20% discount. It's a win-win. And because you use code QUICK, that supports the podcast because they know I sent you. And that helps them say, hey, the Real Cook of Mike Swick podcast is sending us business. So support the podcast, get the best groomer on the market, and save 20% free shipping, manscaped.com, enter code QUICK. And as always, the Real Cook of Mike Swick podcast is brought to you by AK Thailand, the world's premier luxury training resort in Phuket, Thailand. And now you can save 
30% by going to akthailand.com and booking any group training package. You get 30% discount and you can book a week, a month, six months, a year, as much as you want right now for 30% off and you can use it anytime in the future. So if you want to use it after the pandemic uh, at the end of the year or the beginning of next year or 2022, 2023, anytime in the future you can use it. You're in our POS, you're locked in, it's purchased. It's yours. If you have any questions, you can email info at akthailand.com about the training, about the packages, pricing, mixing up different packages and still saving 30% on the training. Uh, when the borders are going to open, we have all the updated information at info at akthailand.com. If you're not familiar with the gym, here's our commercial. What's up, everybody? I am here in Thailand. This is the first time I've ever been here. Been dying to come here for years. Mike Swick, he's one of the big reasons he's been trying to pull me down here. What he built down here, AKA Thailand, is incredible. There's people here from all over the world. You can train mixed martial arts here, jujitsu. They have weightlifting, they have cardio, and obviously they have Muay Thai, boxing, everything. you guys i know everybody wants to go to thailand because thailand's so cool but you can't come to thailand without coming to aka thailand come on do you have anything excited planned for after the fight sometimes i'll, I'll plan something to look forward to after the fight's over with anything cool this this time or or not yet just gonna um, play by ear i was since I'm fighting the 19, there's not too much time. I was planning on go to Hawaii and surf the rest of the month, but it's too close to Christmas. So I'm like, I probably stay around, but you know, go eat ice cream and cookies with the kids for yeah. three, five days, and after that, go back to the horse. You know, hopefully, you know, I'm healthy and I can keep on training right away because when I'm done with the fight, I like to do like super long, decent runs and just like have my mind recreate and I really want to go to the gym and train for seven days. But in those seven days I would do like, I don't know, like 20 miles, like super long distance, just to like think about it, win, lose or draw, just like see what happened, see what I do right, what, what can be better. And when I go back to the gym, I go with the mind ready to go. Yeah. I was going to ask you, do you, do you still surf during your, your fight camps or do you cut it back a lot? Oh yeah. You still surf? Oh right? yeah. Oh yeah, I, almost, <laughs> almost, almost every day. Like today, I couldn't go. The waves were pretty damn good, but tomorrow is getting bigger. So tomorrow I'm gonna be early in the water. Yeah, every day, huh? Yeah, I try to go at least three, four times a week. I just, I just like it too much. And then people say, "Oh, you can get injured." I'm like, "Yeah, you can get injured anywhere. Yeah, you can get injured. You can, you can." Look what happened to Tony? He tripped some cables and he blew his knee off. Yeah. So surfing is not gonna. Yeah, I can. It can happen. I don't know. I can wood. I'm, I'm human, but you know, it's something I love to do, and I, I enjoy it. Dillashaw's coming back soon. Where, where do you see him coming back into the mix? Like, where, where do you see him fitting in the division when he comes back after this time off? Uh, not just because we're cool and he's my friend, but I, I believe he's either fighting the the guy that is ranked number one if the title fight is set. If not, 
he, he can go right away for the title. Like, why not? Yeah, I, I get it, he gets suspended, but at least he had the balls to, to accept it and be like, yeah, I fucked up. So I respect that. Uh, there's a lot of guys that test positive and they will, like, make a movie. They will be like, oh, my uncle gave me the wrong pill. I'm like, oh, fuck off. It test positive. It's your fault. Yeah. So he admitted, like a man. So I, I do respect that a lot. And we kind of train a little bit often. So I saw him, like, last week. And, you know, he's getting he's getting back in the horse. And then you're, you're the second interview back-to-back that asked him about it. Last interview asked me, like, hey, you want to find him? I'm like, I don't want to find him. He's my friend. Now, I knew y'all were friends. I just I just wanted to see what you thought about where he would fit in, kind of since it's in yeah. your division and everything. I think I think he can fight for the title right away. Like, why not? And then he tests positive and lost in a weight division below, so it don't even happen at 35. So yeah. And let's be real, he got a bigger name than the guys in the top five. Yeah, and he does. Today, today works about that. So yeah, it's kind of I don't I don't like that, but it's how the way it works. So how I see it. He comes back and fight for the title. Yeah. I wanted to ask you a couple of things about Ecuador. Um, before that, I wanted to say I saw your new Ruka shirts, and uh, they're awesome, and your Ecuadorian colors with your name. It's very sick. Yeah, that's cool. I'm happy about it. Everybody check out Ruka and, and, and get uh, Marlon's new uh, fight shirts. That's pretty awesome. And uh, then I was going to ask you, how big are you in Ecuador? Like You must be really big there. I know you had the – like Pepsi campaigns and commercials and stuff. And, and the president, I think, tweeted a congratulations after one of your fights. Like, how big are you over there right now? Yeah, I I guess pretty big. You know, it's, <laughs> it, it's, it's kind of weird to measure. Like, I always tell people, like, if you come, if you are, if you go with me one day and you kind of, like, see how crazy it gets, you get an idea. But it's kind of hard for me to say it's big because it's me. Like, it's kind of weird to talk about you, but if... The question is good. Like, I'm, I'm pretty big out there. It's, it's weird. Like, you know, I started as a fighter, and now it's like, you're like celebrities. It's weird. Yeah. But fuck it. I, I enjoy it. It's, it's, it's fun to have like everybody like care about you and they like what you do. That's why I always, uh, that I always tell people like, I, I still be the same person and I act the same way I act ten years ago. Yeah. Because. You don't want to change. I feel when people change is the biggest the biggest issue. But I'm the same. I'm the same shit. <laughs> yeah, sounds like it, man. And it's cool for me because like when I got in the sport so long ago, because I'm way older than you, it wasn't cool, man. It was like super unpopular and super not cool. And so like we weren't cool at all in the least bit. And it's cool to see you guys now getting all these great opportunities and being famous from your you know, your home countries and homeland and, and, and like getting these opportunities and stuff. And so many, so many fighters are getting so many opportunities. So I love hearing these stories and seeing how you guys are growing and being able to obtain so much fame that I dreamed of, you know, would happen when I was coming up, but it just, I was a little bit before my time before all this stuff kicked in and it became so big where, you know, you see Habib, you know, hanging out with, with princes and the presidents and things like that. Yeah, and you guys, and, yeah. and you're, you're famous in Ecuador. And it, it, it's so cool seeing this stuff now. It, it's cool that, to, that y'all guys yeah, are getting you right. It's cool, man. It's, it may give, uh, give you a living, make you take care of your family. And and it, 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 it's a, it, I, I always tell people, it's, it's a knife with the these are both ways. You, you, you burn, use it right. If not, it's going gonna, it's gonna to end you. So, so many people win a couple of fights and they think they're the shit and then the only thing that is going to happen, they get smashed for forever. So you got to, you got to know how to use it, how to handle it because, you know, it's, it's, it's like a drug, you know, it can, it can fuck you up or it can make you feel good. So you, you, you better 
um, know how to use it. And I feel I've been doing a good job in the last five years and I'm planning to keep that good work. What did you think about the Tyson uh, Roy Jones Jr. fight? Did you get a chance to see that? Yeah, I think that was pretty awful. Yeah. But I heard they make good money, so fuck it. If, if they pay me that money to fight, I I slug it out. I think we never stop being fighters, but as a fight, that was awful. But, you know, those guys, they were badasses, you know. Yeah. You see a guy like Anderson Silva losing his last fight, but, like, that guy 10 years ago was Legend. a shit. That's yeah. why I don't like the world goat like you're the goat for two years for three years for five years but there's not you know there's not go that that fucking thing don't exist Forever. and that get twisted these days like a lot of fighters call this time oh, i'm the goat i'm like like nah yeah you're the goat for now bro yeah, yeah. in 10 years you're gonna get your ass whooped so yeah you that's why i like the word former champion or the guy you always been a badass but the goat thing and i see fighters fighting for i'm this i'm that i'm like Fuck off, dude. We're fucking humans. Like, <laughs> why don't, for example, that in, in movies, you don't see Tom Cruise and Brad Pitt fighting for who's a goat. You know? <laughs> and both guys are bad motherfuckers in, in, the, in, 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 in the movies or whatever. That's, what, that's the thing I just, don't, I just don't get it. MMA is getting a little, like the fame and all these things is cool, but it's getting a little bit like, now it's a bunch of divas fighting. Like, yeah. oh. I got more followers than you. Fuck off with yeah. that. Don't fuck yourself. But yeah, I feel the fighting media is is giving us that the chance to be divas. And I'm like, I just I'm on the other side of that. I'm like, yeah, cool. It's cool to be cool, but yeah, fuck it. We're still humans. Like, yeah. Don't think your shit don't stink. And I feel that is getting a little bit of an issue. But at the end of the day, I don't really care. It's just, it is what it is. I mean, I think initially, like the old days when there wasn't as fame, like that was the downside. We didn't have the fame like you guys had now. Um, but then with the fame comes and the clout and the followers and all that kind of stuff comes like the, the need to be alpha. So then you got these guys like the YouTubers and the celebrities that are trying to now fight to prove they're more alpha. And you got video gamers fighting each other, YouTubers fighting each other. Then now you got YouTubers calling out like Conor McGregor and 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 all the fighters and stuff like that, dragging them into the boxing ring. And now you got Henry uh, calling out Jake Jake Paul, I guess, and 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 Floyd Mayweather fighting Logan Paul. What do you think about how this cross is going with all these guys, kind of kind of dragging the the MMA fighters into the boxing ring and and trying to make these super fights that are just it's kind of athletically silly, if that means <laughs> athletically sorry silly. It is because it's like me calling the best Taekwondo guy in the world. Like, let's say he's a super famous guy to a jiu-jitsu match. Like, what's the fucking point of that? Yeah. The, the guy, it's a, it's a Taekwondo guy. Now we see all these guys calling out fighters. I'm like, it's just, you know. And then it's, it's, it's just how the industry works these days. And, you know, if you're making good money, I would do it. But I won't get trapped in that in that scene i won't get trapped in that uh, scene because it's not what i signed for i want to be a fighter if i can make a couple millions beating or getting beat by a famous guy it's okay but a lot of people like hey it's aiming just for that like now after you see the the, the youtubers boxing now you see the, the wrestlers calling out other ufc fighters like guys fuck off in the old days we'll meet in the gym and just fight it off and you will get your ass kicked yeah. No gloves, no singer, just it's like a street fight. So 
that's what I don't, I don't, that side for me is just not the right thing. You know, if, if, if somebody told me, like, hey, this amount of money to box that guy, I'd fight anybody in the world for money, anybody. And for that amount of money, fuck it, I let him start on the mound. You know, it, you know it's, it's a show, it's a fight, whatever, it's for money. But it's just getting, it's just getting silly and silly and, and looks like, they're liking, they're promoting that a lot. I think the more that this happens, though, it's going to slow down a lot. I think you saw the fight probably with Jake Paul and uh, uh, Nate Robinson and how flatlined he got. I, I think the more something like that happens, when people see how brutal somebody can get knocked out and then how much fun they get made fun of, which is a normal occurrence in our sport. You know what I mean? You guys get knocked out and, and the fans, the followers are brutal about it. And you have to deal with that, get back in the ring, fight again, pick yourselves back up. That's part of being a fighter. I think now that that happened, that's going to slow down a lot of these celebrities from wanting to probably do it because they're going to see what happened to him and be like, shit, man, this is real. Like this, this can end really, really badly. If it, you know, having the decisions like, like, like Logan Paul had before and all that's one thing. But when you get flatlined out in front of the world, and, and look like that, you start seeing how real fighting is and, and, and you don't want to mess around too much. Yeah, but it's still, I feel like every single man in the world have the ego that they think they can fight. Yeah, I, true. I I see, I don't I haven't know a guy that is like, yeah, I don't know how to fight. Like everybody thinks at some point they can fight and the problem is like they compare themselves to UFC fighters sometimes or any fighter in the world. I'm like, I'm like, go, go, go and call Tyson in his prime and tell him, like, hey, pussy, let's fight. Yeah. No, you will shake your pants. But now it's like, you see guys calling out Tyson. I'm like, dude, it's a 50-year-old man. I don't know how old this is, but living alone, like, the guy was a badass. Now it's all. Don't get me wrong. He can punch a hole through your head, but it's just getting, it's getting, it's getting weird. Yeah. But, you know, fuck it. If there's the money, good for them. Yeah, and I agree with you, man, 100%. And Marlon, man, listen, I want to take up much of your time. I know you got a lot of interviews, like a fight coming up and everything. I appreciate you so much for coming back on my podcast and giving me an update. It was great to have the first podcast, and it's great to get a, a catch-up podcast with you right now. It sounds like you're in great spirits. I'm excited for your fight. Your head's in the right place. Uh, it seems like your training's going great, so I can't wait to see how you perform uh, December 19th against Jose Aldo, and I uh, wish you the best of luck, brother. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. It was good talking to you. Good talking to you, too. Good luck, man. All right, Marlon Chito Vera. I don't know why I like to say his name like that. It's his full name. It just sounds so cool. Marlon Chito Vera. Um, he seems to be in a very good place. Um, I agree with almost everything he said. I think it's a very smart way to be a fighter, uh, strategically, physically. Um, I think you have to do everything. And I think he's he's covered his bases. And I think he's, he's meeting Aldo at the right time. Um, He's moving into his prime, Aldo's moving out of his prime, but a, a legend of the sport and an extremely dangerous fighter who you always have to be ready for. But I think it's going to be a collision, and I think it's going to be very exciting. And I think Jose Aldo definitely doesn't want to lose. Um, he's going he's gonna to be putting everything he has into it, and Marlon definitely wants to win, and he's going to be putting everything he has into it as well. So it's going to be a super exciting fight, December 19th. Can't wait for it. Um, it was good to catch up with Marlon and, and talk about all the stuff that we talked about and appreciate his time. Um, hope you guys enjoyed it and took from it. Please leave a comment on YouTube. Let us know what you think. We love the support. We try to get back and answer all the questions and, and comments you guys have. Uh, we read them all for sure. 
Um, we're on all the audio platforms. Every every platform that has a podcast, we're on it. So you can listen to us on any of those. But YouTube is the preferable option. Uh, it's always fun to see us talk and, and interact. And, and you leave comments and we interact back. Um, don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to hit the bell. We appreciate the support. And we'll see you next time. Real quick, real quick, real quick, with Mike Swig.